0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Escape from Planet Picture Show. That's never going to get old. No. I love that. As you all know, my name is Taylor. I am here joined again by my co-host Nathan, Nathan, also known as PostCreditReviews.com So um, <laughs> this is plug number, no I'm kidding, uh, I'm no, not going to continue yeah. the joke from the last episode. <laughs> Uh, but we actually have a special guest here in the office with us. What? Um, yeah, so this is our very first Halloween episode, so we thought, why not bring in the scariest guy I know? <laughs> um, <this laughs>
1: You're too kind.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. This is my best friend, Michael. Michael, say hi to the people.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: So, um, how are you doing today, man?
2: I'm good. Good, good, good.
0: You ready for a podcast today?
2: It's my first podcast, so we'll see.
0: It's your first podcast ever?
2: First podcast being a part of, yes. Okay, you also Same might here. want to flip that microphone
0: <laughs> around, dude. It sounds kind of...
1: Well,
2: Is that
0: better? No, 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 I mean like...
2: Like that. Oh, see how much better. Look Whoa. at that. So
0: it is his first podcast. He clearly <laughs> has no idea how to work a microphone. So um, everybody, I brought in Michael this week because he's a friend of mine. We've been friends for a very, very long time. It's been uh, eight years. Nine. It's been nine? No. Uh-oh. Almost nine. Almost, Almost nine, nine years. <laughs> Almost nine. It's been a long time. We met at the Disney College program back in the day, back in 2014. Way too long ago. Seems way too long ago. Doesn't seem like it, but... uh, That was a very long time ago. Um, But I brought him on here because he's actually an aspiring actor. He's actually worked on a couple projects with me back in the day. Um, He's done uh, professional headshots. It's uh, just always a pleasure working with him on set, so I'm very happy to have him along for the ride this time around. Now this is not an acting episode. Unfortunately, not done. But today it is going to be our very first Halloween episode. Yay. Woo! So it's actually a month-long Halloween spectacular we've got going on Oh, boy. It's going to be really fun. Um, There's not going to be any new reviews, I don't think, this month. No.
3: One. Or no, well, yeah, there's going to be... Do you have a plan? Two or three of new movies. So yeah.
0: which, do you know which movie specifically?
3: Yes. Okay. Um, Amsterdam, for sure. Okay.
0: Halloween Ends. Okay. And Black Adam, Black, for sure. Oh, that's right. Black Adam does come out this month. Yeah. That's right. And if anyone has heard our last podcast, we all know how excited Nathan is about Black
3: Adam. I'm so excited. He's stoked.
0: Yeah. Yay. Yay. That's going to be a fun episode, yeah. though, when the review comes out. <laughs> I can't wait to see his reactions for everything. So, obviously, we're just going to go and kick it off and just go and head right into it. What are we talking about today? Let me tell you. Again, it's our very first Halloween episode. We have plenty of Halloween themes coming your way. This week specifically, we are talking zombies and vampires. Ooh. So, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that no, was good. That was really good, man. <laughs> we got to make it a little bit more ominous, oh. you know. <laughs> This week, we're going to be talking specifically zombies and vampires, the history of zombies and vampires, how much fun they've been in media and in entertainment for the past, oh my God, easily 80 years they've been around. Before we actually hop into that themed event that we have planned, we do have a couple things we want to talk about. First off, last week, if you haven't, again, heard our episode yet, we talked about Don't Worry Darling. It's one of the newest episodes, or episodes, it's one of the, the newest, only episode <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the newest movies that have been released, one of the biggest blockbuster movies that have been released recently, yes. and we have a pretty good review that came through last week, Yeah. so um, a quick recap on that, it was a 3.5 out of 5 yeah. in Nathan's book. Which is pretty average for me, it's not like
3: terrible but it's not
0: amazing it's yeah, solid absolutely and I, I feel like that's a fair score based on everything that you explained last week of course yeah it seems pretty fair it was a spoiler free review so mm-hmm. don't be afraid to go into it to think you're gonna be um, spoiled so it's all spoiler free and if you don't want to listen to it he does have an actual physical one that you can read on his website postcreditreviews.com yeah and I think I go into more depth on the website then it's because he's not improvising here on the spot. Yeah. But there's also things, I'm sure, that weren't brought up yeah, in post-credit sure, reviews indeed. that are on here. So if you want the full scoop, you can go ahead and drop into both. So yeah. that would be very much appreciated. In more exciting news, our first po- episode dropped yesterday on all of the different platforms. So we dropped that on Spotify, on Anchor.fm, Amazon Music oh, as cool, well.
3: cool. And I think it's
0: on Apple yeah, Podcasts.
3: Sh- I think so, too. I th- saw it. Yeah. yeah. It's all like a little thing about it on so Anchor.
0: So I'm not, we're, we're still trying to learn all these different <laughs> programs and stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's on at least four of those programs. We're trying to get more to, you know, spread out more to everybody here. Yeah. Um. But you know what's crazy about that is that not only was it released yesterday, it was exciting because it was our first episode, but yesterday was also International Podcast Day.
3: I'm telling you guys, we had no idea. That we had I, no clue. I just when we first started planning this out, I was like, "Oh, let's drop it the week after." Don't worry, darling. Just to like have that synergy of the movie coming out. And then yesterday, I saw all these posts about International Podcast Day, and I was like, "Oh, great! People are gonna think that we're
0: like we planned it all <laughs> along. It we had no idea. It
3: completely coincidental. Yeah, you no, know,
0: it's even crazier too because we've been planning this podcast for
3: months. Yeah." We
0: started back in July?
3: Yeah, I think it was like end of July, early
0: August. We've been planning it for a long time. Two months. So lots of planning has gone into it, and we had no idea that International Podcast Day was even a holiday. (laughs) We dropped it on a major, minor national holiday. But other than that, it's time to go ahead and hop into Movie and Entertainment News! Both of you guys chimed in on that one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Mitch, are you familiar with what's going on in the news right now? Not really. No. You're just kind of, whatever happens, happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, obviously, today is officially October 1st, the yep. beginning of spooky, spooky month. Um, this is one of Nathan's favorite times of years. Yeah.
3: It's like Halloween's like my favorite holiday.
0: Is, is it your favorite,
3: favorite holiday? I think it
0: is. Yeah. How about you, Michael? What's your favorite holiday? Ooh, I mean,
2: definitely Halloween's up there, but maybe Christmas. I just think like, I like those decorations. Christmas. Around the holidays. Okay,
0: we'll definitely bring you back for the Christmas episode. Yeah. For sure. Um, it won't be on Christmas. I got things to do. What? Me too. But <laughs> I know. We we have these things called families. Ugh, <laughs> it's weird. God, we have to be a part of sometimes. Uh, but we'll definitely bring you back for that since you're a big uh, uh, Christmas fan. Um, but uh, with Spooky Season, um, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some spooky movies, obviously with Halloween right around the corner. Uh, but before we hop into the movies, um, we did something fun like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We did. We uh, went to Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah.
3: So much fun. It
0: was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good time. There's a lot of mazes this year.
3: Yeah. And a lot of better mazes than last year. A so lot of was better mazes. Great. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we were there all day. From, I want to say, we got to City Walk around 12, and we didn't leave until 3 in
0: the morning, 2.30 in the morning? Uh, Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It was a long day. We lucked out, and we got the 2 p.m. pass tickets. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Hollywood Horror Nights is huge out here in California. The actual event starts at 6 p.m., so we were lucky enough to get in a couple hours early to explore Universal Studios before we actually got into all the spooktacular stuff. But out of all the mazes, I don't know all the mazes by heart because it was three weeks is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite maze?
3: Yes. My favorite maze was definitely La Llorona. That was my favorite. But like a really close second, like I want to say really close, is the Hollywood Hotel, which was
0: excellent as well. It was one of their first original mazes. In years, I think. And it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. So Orlando has a lot of original stuff. Yeah. But Hollywood. They just like to feed off of the stuff they have.
3: Plus, it's very IP-driven, which is, I think, normal, because we're in Hollywood. So,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, La Llorona. La... Wow! Guess what's being edited just... out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go ahead and start that over. La Llorona. <laughs> holy cow. Uh was definitely a great maze. It was a really good maze. It was spooky, to say the least. Yes. The jump scares are really good. yeah. Um, even though there were actors missing, not all the actors I, were there. there. Yeah, there was like two or three that were missing, but even it was still scary. Yeah, the the special effects in that maze were awesome. Yeah, I think my favorite was the scarecrow reaping. That even then, been my that favorite. was still missing actors too. Yeah, well, we didn't know that at first. <laughs> I know, yeah, you know, it was we still scary. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were uh, peeing ourselves on the way out of that maze, and we found out later that morning after everybody got dropped off that there were actors missing i yeah. can't even imagine it with more actors i know
3: yeah it felt like everybody was in there like it didn't seem empty at all it was
0: crowded and it was scary well it was also the end of the night yeah like it, i think it, we did it like 15 minutes before they ended up yeah i just say shop.
3: we got in line at like 145 and then we actually went into the house at like 150 or 155
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so if anyone decides to go to horror nights i strongly recommend it uh, we are not advertised buy Universal Studios at all. We're just big Universal Studios fans. So if anyone decides to go, make sure you go before Halloween is over. Their last day is on Halloween Day. They do not go over that limit. Nope. Ticket prices do vary depending on when you go. I am not here to advertise for them, but check out their website. It's a (laughs) lot of fun. I strongly recommend everybody go. Now, Michael. Yes? Have you ever been to Hollywood Horror Nights? No. No. Do you do any of that scary stuff during this time of year?
2: Of course. I mean, I'd love to. It's just, a lot of it's just timing. And getting out to L.A. is, you know. so and Anybody that's not from California, getting to
0: L.A. from anywhere else in California is not easy. not facts. That's facts, <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this, then. If you had the choice to do any of the haunted stuff, because obviously there's lots of choices out here in California, right? There's um, Hollywood Horror Nights, there's Not Scary Farm, there's... Queen Mary is still doing theirs, is that right? I think so. Yeah, and SeaWorld yeah. has their own now. SeaWorld has their Six Flags is doing a Scream Fest or Fright Fest or whatever it's I think called. I Fright, Fright Fest. Fright Fest. Fest. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, the greatest of them all, Oogie Boogie Bash. That's my personal favorite.
2: I'm phase, going right? to that on the 16th.
0: Are you really? Oh, I am. See? Oh, my God, that's so exciting. So you've heard all the news about Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh, yeah. Yeah? We're what are you most excited th- about?
2: Ernesto de la Cruz. I
3: yes. Think. Oh wow. When have you video, have you been, it,
0: Nathan? No, but I saw the video and I was like, I have to go. But it he sold out. So it sold out. Like yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable how good that character looks. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's not fair to the rest of the characters on <laughs> how know. good that character <laughs> looks.
2: And I'm excited to see it at California Adventure because I, uh, I've only been to the Halloween party at Disneyland. I have not yet gone to the California Adventure side. Really? Really. Oh, man. They've been doing Oogie Boogie Bash there for a
0: while. When was the last time you went?
2: The, well, the last time I went, I think, was uh, 2017 or 2018. Uh, oh, so th- like first... right before the pandemic. Yeah, Oogie okay. Boogie Bash, the first one was actually 2019, right before the pandemic. Oh. The first one in California Adventure. I do remember that. I yep. was
0: actually working for the parks at that time. Oh. Yeah, back then. I was too. That's no. why oh. I knew. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Ugh, it's been so long. But that's that's cool, man. I'm glad you get to get You said you're going on the 16th. Yeah. So in exactly 15 days from today. Yes. Give or take. Do you also
2: want to do Horror Nights as well. I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, my gosh. If you want
0: to walk away with some wet pants, that's a great place to go. They, they get you good, dude. Especially, I'm telling you, that Scarecrow, the Reaping. Yeah. They came at you from all angles. At the, literally at the very end, yeah. that last room you were in. <sighs> it was traumatizing. <laughs> it was. But I would do it again. Yeah, Honestly. I would totally do it again. So see you guys there next year. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, some Tom Hanks news. I know it seems kind of obscure to be talking about Tom Hanks because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do as much as he used to. Yeah, he you know? only has he uh, had but, Pinocchio a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. then he has only one more film at the end of the year. Yeah, so he's he's slowing down his wagon a little bit. What's your take on Tom? Hanks? hanks michael tom i mean hanks. who doesn't like tom hanks well what's your favorite movie he's been in
2: oh my gosh um that's really tough i mean growing up a toy story i mean how could you not love that i think that that character is iconic but i'm just trying to I've, there's been so many tom hanks movies i just really need to see
0: yeah. think about which one is my favorite well keep on thinking because i have a list here I'd like to share with you. So Tom Hanks made the news recently this week. Um, He's obviously a huge actor. He's a two-time Oscar winner. He's been nominated endless amounts of times. But out of his 40-year career, (laughs) he said he's made, and I quote, four pretty good movies.
3: And the ones he (laughs) said, I was like, okay. I was surprised.
0: I know, me too. So, okay. um, But basically in the news, he brought up that he doesn't base his favorite movies or his pretty good movies on how many awards he's won, how many nominations he's got. He bases them on experiences, on how much he's had fun on set. So and I think that's a really interesting way to look at things. That makes more sense, though. Like he, if you had fun. No, absolutely, because you're not working at that point. Exactly. Right? You're, you're yeah. doing something that you love for the sake of doing something that you love, and I think that's awesome. In, in regards to that, Nathan, you're an actor, or you've acted in yeah. the past. Yeah. Right? Um, not not like in movies. Yeah, but I was gonna say like in musical theater, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um have you had any shows that you're kinda like in if if you're in the same mindset as Tom Hanks, let's say, right? And you're like, I'm basing it off of experience. This is my favorite play based on the experience I had, what play would that be? Oh, definitely Mamma Mia, the one I just did. Oh the one yeah, spring. you just did that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um,
3: it was my first musical in high school that I performed in. I worked in, like, the crew in the past, um, but this was the first one I performed in, and it was just so much fun, especially the song I was in. It was very... Which was? What did you play? I played Pepper. He's, like, the um, ladies' man bartender. Oh. Um, and so the song that I'm in, I'm trying to get with another woman, or the one of the uh, dynamos, and the song was very... Very intense dance wise. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, musical theater is
0: no joke. Yeah. Now, well, and I'm actually glad you brought that up because you have the same question. Michael was also in musical theater. Yes. He's done theater in the past as well. Um, you've been doing it for a couple years. You did it all four years I in, in high did school?
2: It, two out of the four years in high school. I took a couple of years off. I
0: did my freshman year and then I did
2: my senior year again.
0: So you did how many plays altogether? Four. Do you know? Four. So out of those four, which one? Same question, based on Tom Hanks' experience. What would you say was your favorite play that you did? Uh, curtains. Curtains? Yeah. Oh.
2: It's, it's a comedy one. It's, uh, it won Tonys and everything. I didn't really know much about it until I was in it, and it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> so I've literally only heard of Curtains when you brought it up when we lived together. Yep. I had no <laughs> idea what Curtains was beforehand. And I'm embarrassed because I like to say, oh, I like musical theater. It's all good. <laughs> and then people are too. like, uh, have you seen Cartons? I mean, there's a lot of musicals out there, so I'll give you a little there's, bit of credit. Yeah, oh, I, there's a lot, yeah. Um, so, sorry, we got super sidetracked <laughs> here. But Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. So the ones he listed were A League of Their Own, 1992, Castaway, 2000, 2012's Cloud Atlas,
3: never seen that one. I haven't
0: either. <laughs> I haven't either. I remember the posters coming out. Yeah, yeah I, I think remember all too. the promotion I kinda, for that. I've heard movie. about it, but yeah. yeah, I just haven't seen it. But those were listed as the three best experiences he's ever had in making movies. So I think that's pretty incredible that Philadelphia and Forrest Gump didn't have that same vibe as the two that he's actually won Oscars for, yeah. you know. Uh, but I mean that one makes sense as someone who's a professional like you're there to work hard not to play hard. I thought that was just really clever how Tom Hanks, he just sees life differently. And yeah. I think that's really cool because you don't hear that from a lot of actors nowadays, you know. And then the last news I want to bring up before we start hopping into the movie stuff, Trevor Noah is actually quitting The Daily Show. Wah, wah. I know. Seven years I he know. was on the air. And Dang. that includes the COVID time. Wow. Yeah, when he was doing his, his direct from home yeah. daily show. That's that's a long time for him to just kind of get up and go. Now, I don't know the details on this. There's yeah. not a whole lot of information except people just saying, I can't believe he's leaving. <laughs> but he has such a unique take on politicals, and he has a unique take on um, just, you know, things happening in our world where he can always create that humorous spin to it, and I think that's just really something unique that you don't find in a whole lot of nighttime hosts nowadays. Yeah. You know? um, but that's it for movie and entertainment news. Yes. For this week, I mean, those are the big ones, at least. Unless... I think you're forgetting one. Am I forgetting? What yeah, am I
3: forgetting? You're forgetting a big one. Which one? Deadpool 3, Hugh Jackman's Oh, back my there. God. <laughs> of
0: all the people to
2: forget about Deadpool. I, know, that's so what I, I was like, I, I have s- a Deadpool don't see it wallet, bro.
0: I've been looking at them all day. We have a oh Nolan my God. North
2: autographed Deadpool. Oh, my
3: No, we've had this document open for a week, and I'm like, okay, when's it gonna be on there? When's it gonna be
0: on there? I I I was that person where when that news came out, I just skipped to everybody. Did you hear about Deadpool? Did you hear about Deadpool? (laughs) Did you hear about Deadpool? But I never actually wrote it down. So yeah, I'm embarrassed to even talk about this now. So I'm gonna go and have Nathan take the reins here about everything wonderful that's coming out with Deadpool three. Okay, so it comes out. September 6th, 2024? That's what they say. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I know. Well, MCU is notorious for pushing back movies. Yeah. So well, they're we'll already see. doing it with Blade, the new Blade. It's not coming out next year. <laughs> There's a lot of drama with Blade. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So Deadpool's coming out at the end of 2024. Four. Four. So yeah. we still have two more years to go. And it's basically
3: with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, and that's all we know. So.
0: It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Always. Did you did you see the the quote unquote trailer? Yeah. For the, it? the with
3: the, Ryan on his couch. Yeah, and like the little documentary esque type uh, vibe or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It was really funny though. So good. Yeah.
0: So good. I just love when he's just like, "Hey, Hugh, you want to come back for Wolverine? Yeah, sure, sure Ryan. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then they did a follow up. Yeah. Uh, one where it was. Uh, Ryan and Hugh sitting on the couch and they were talking about like all the questions that people had yeah. about Wolverine. Because obviously, um, spoiler alert, if anyone hasn't seen Logan, he, he dies. dies. Uh-oh. Oh, no. no uh, <laughs> Michael... That's okay. I
2: haven't been that big on... I mean, I, like, I love Wolverine, but I just haven't been as big on the movies. I just haven't been... I'm
0: really bad at catching up on movies. Well, I mean, the superhero movies are hard to catch up
3: on. Yeah, especially when they have, like, Ten million a year, yeah. and
0: then spinoffs and TV shows, shows, TV shows. cartoons, <laughs> and yeah, just it gets complicated. So, I, I get that, I get that, but yeah, he does die at the very end. Um, so, the way they address that, <laughs> I think I'd heard that anyway. The way they address it in the actual trailer is so funny because it's Ryan and Hugh, and they're enacting like a fight scene with each other, but they have a wham song
3: <laughs> playing <laughs> over
0: them talking, of course. so it's so you can't actually hear what they're saying. You just see them talking to each other and like pretend fighting each other on the couch while talking to the camera. And then the music stops and they're like, Yeah, that's all we have planned.
3: Haha, uh-huh, so funny. That's Literally such a Ryan Reynolds thing. Super Ryan
2: Reynolds. Such
0: a Ryan Reynolds thing. But yeah, I totally, I'm embarrassed. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah. Thank it's you okay. for bringing that to the attention of the airwaves, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, okay. Well. After that embarrassing display of me not knowing my own favorite superhero, I'm going to go ahead and pass it again over to Mr. Nathan. We're going to be talking about release news, specifically what's going to be coming out for Spooky Season. Lots yes. of streaming services are giving out their own movies and, and TV shows and all this stuff to kind of, you know, incorporate Halloween. So um, what's, what's on the way, bud?
3: Yeah, so the streaming movies, um, well, as yesterday, Hocus Pocus 2 and My Best Friend's Exorcism came out September 30th, and then for Netflix, we have Mr. Harrigan's Phone coming out October 5th, The Curse of Bridge Hollow coming out October 14th, and then Wendelin Wild October 28th, and then for Hulu coming out October 7th, Hellraiser, the new installment, October 10th, Grim Cuddy. October 21st for Disney Plus. There's only one, and it's Werewolf by Night, October 7th.
0: Which is a Marvel one, right? Yes,
3: mar- their first special.
0: So is it, do you know anything about this at all? Yeah,
3: um, it's around 52 minutes long with credits. It has Garcia Bernal. He was in Coco. He plays Werewolf by Night. It's kind of based off of like those 1960s B-movie horror films Films. It's directed by Michael Giacchino. He's known for, he's a composer, so he's making his way to directing now. Oh. Interesting. Um, okay. But that's all for Disney Plus. For the three people that have Paramount Plus, <laughs> you can watch Significant Other on October 7th. Um, and for all the Michael Myers fans, Halloween Ends will be on Peacock and Theaters October 14th. Um, and then lastly, this is not streaming, it's cable, but I thought I'd bring it up because it's kind of weird. Um, bring It On is back, but for Slasher, Bring It On, Cheer or Die. That's October 8th on Sci Fi.
0: What? Yes. Interesting. When, when was the last time a Bring It On movie was actually made?
3: I don't know, but you're getting a new one, so. <laughs>
0: well, thanks for sharing that with us, yeah. Good, sir. Do Appreciate
3: you want to do the October movies as well, or.? <sighs>
0: Do you have access to that? Yes. Oh my gosh! I have all the October movies. The man who Google's over here. Yes. He's ready, bro. Bring it on.
3: Okay, so these are all theatrical, except for one of them. But October seventh, this coming Friday, Amsterdam and theaters. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile and theaters. Um, and then two award contenders. We have Tar, uh, starring Kate Blanchett, and then Triangle of Sadness. Um, October fourteenth, Halloween ends on theaters and Peacock and. Oh, wait, I lied. These are not all theatrical. <sighs> sorry. I don't even lied. know my this own list. This is only episode two, Sorry, sir. sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. And then <laughs> October 14th, we have Rosaline, which is a twist on Romeo and Juliet, and that'll be on Hulu. October 21st, Black Adam in theaters, Wendell and Wild on Netflix, and then Ticket to Paradise on theaters, and Raymond and Ray on Apple TV+. And then to close out the month of October, we have an awards contender, All Quiet, on the res- Western Front on Netflix. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: That was really good. Yes. All I think right. you should have done the Crows one, though. So uh, oh, No. Womp oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halloween ends. I know you're excited for Halloween. Yes. Ends. So it's the same guy that did the original, or not the original. But like the other Halloween.
3: Yeah, the 2018 and
0: 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for Halloween The Force Awakens.
3: Yes. (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) When it comes back um, again. On (laughs) like 10 years. Found on Disney Plus. (laughs) After Disney owns the entire world. I wouldn't be surprised. Not me either. Me either. That's exciting. I didn't know you had the movie list. Yeah. I I love that. I'm prepared. I'm like somebody. Michael, what? <laughs> <All> <laughs> Who's right.
3: the one that didn't know Deadpool three? So sh-
0: sh- for shame! It's okay. The deed has already been done, everybody. I'm already crying. Stop it. So here we are, guys. It is review time. I don't have an horn sound. We do not have that the sound effect. Sorry. No, we'll we'll get it eventually. But until then, I'm just gonna make my own. Um, typically at this portion of the podcast, I like to go ahead and drop some movie history on everybody, depending on the genre or whatever we're going to be talking about during the week. So with this week being zombies and vampires and the beginning of Halloween, I just want to kind of get everyone's intake on zombies and vampires. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Very. Ah, so, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That's my favorite vampire. Sesame Street? The Count. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People say he doesn't count, but I assure you he does. Oh. Okay. See right there. <laughs> As the lights turn off, that was <laughs> ominous. So today we're going to be reviewing both vampire and zombie movies. Nathan, what did you what did you watch today or this week for to prepare for this episode? Um,
3: I did one zombie movie and one vampire movie. Yeah, for my zombie movie, I did uh, the Korean movie Train to Busan, and then for my vampire movie, I did Daybreakers with Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe.
0: Perfect. Is that so? That's the movie, not the TV show. Yes, the movie. Okay. I perfect. I a TV show. That's. Is it not a TV show? Am I thinking of something else? I don't. Probably. Know. <laughs> I might be. I'm just losing my mind. Uh, this is very clearly an exciting episode for me. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, what did you what did you watch this week? I watched a vampire movie off of Netflix called Night Teeth. Night Ooh. Teeth, not Night Teeth. Like it's not the number. Night-teeth. Very good. And there you go. There we go. I heard 19th. That's why I'm kind of like, no, what? No. Hold on. It's just me. But if anyone else hears that, please just let me know that I'm not crazy. Um, And then I, again, super prepared for this episode. I know. I I actually watched my movie at work today. (laughs) My boss wasn't in, so I was able to get away with it. The movie I watched today was *Holly Blood*.
3: Never heard of that. No, that's the
0: thing. I tried to go a little bit more obscure this time <laughs> around. I did a lot of searching and oh, this is new. It is new. It's actually a Spanish film, oh. it is not a an American made movie. Into but it's a horror yeah. comedy teen rom com. Okay. Only because the scary stuff, I'm a little sissy when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I need someone there watching movies with me. Otherwise, I'm not going to watch it. So I ended up watching something a little bit more lighthearted to to ease me a little bit. But really what I want to do in this movie history lesson specifically is just the differences that we've experienced between all the zombie movies and vampire movies that we watched this week. Obviously, mine was very lighthearted, but it was very classic zombie. Zombie. Very classic vampire. vampire. (laughs) Mike, I'm reading zombie (laughs) as I'm saying vampire. Um, where you know you couldn't see them in mirrors, you couldn't see them in photographs. If you tried to video record them, nothing was there, right? They can't do garlic. They can't deal with holy water, stakes of the heart. You know, classic, classic, classic. Like The typical um, stuff. Exactly, the stuff that you would hear everywhere else. But I know there are some vampire movies that aren't like that. Yes, I'm looking at you, Twilight. Hey very different.
3: I've never watched Twilight, but I'll defend it with my light.
0: I don't know why you would do that, I don't sir. know why. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, <clears throat> it's just a very different version of vampires, you know, and obviously people have their own ways of seeing these monsters in the movies, and some people have preferences when it comes to these movies. So, like, for me specifically, when it comes to vampires, I'm a sucker for, like, Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I think... The Adam Sandler's Dracula is just hilarious. I think he they they make fun of the character while keeping true to the character and I just think that's so much fun. You know? Blah, 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 blah. I do not go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but there are other vampire movies that are like Twilight or like Interview with a Vampire where they're just going to be a little bit different in their own ways because yeah. that's the way that the director and the writers want to see these creatures portrayed. So for someone who also did a vampire movie, Michael, what were your vampires like? They were
2: the typical ones that you would see. I I would say think True Blood. You know, it's kind of like have you have either of you seen? I've that? never seen True Blood. No, okay. but I know it's a good HBO about. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a they're, they they coexist with humans, and it's well known. But apparently, like there was some war that happened, and then there was some truce in this area. It takes place in L.A. and yeah, it's a lot of it. It's very typical, like you die, like if you get stabbed with a steak and okay. all of that garlic, so just don't like and classic. Only come out at night.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually interesting that you bring that up, because my movie was not like that. Vampires Ooh. were able to walk around during the day.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. See, in mine, they the, if there was a good death scene at the end where one of them got like a car came crashing through the wall, and then the sun came on, came onto the villain there, and yeah, she just burst into flames. So it was poof. pretty
0: great.
3: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: There we go. Spoiler alert, my god. (laughs) Um,
3: that's my vampire movie was all vampires. Everybody was a vampire. So Oh
0: yeah, that's right. But were they the the classic vampires?
3: No, it said in like
0: modern day ish. So in what regards? What makes them more modern day than a regular vampire
3: would? Um, because it has like a lot of political commentary. So it, it kinda influenced the stories a bit because they all wanted blood and like Supplies are depleting, but it's kind of like survival of the fittest type thing. Wait,
0: is this the one with Sam Neill? Yes. Okay, I know exactly which one you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Samuel. So this one, it's it's kind of like a zombie movie, but with vampires. Yeah. So. So like vampires fitting. are like running the world, right? And they uh, only come out at night, and yeah. they have like, you know, all that. Okay, and I know which one you're talking yeah, about.
3: Yeah, only five percent of the population in the world is human, or something yeah. like that. Okay. So. I, yeah,
0: it's a it's a it's a good movie. I do remember this movie. It's very very good. Now, hopping from vampires to zombies, I love a good zombie. Me too. Um, Obviously, you know, George Romero was like the OG zombie creator. Uh, Not necessarily creator, but he's the one who kind of developed the idea of the zombie being the, um, the living dead. So before that, zombies were just that. They were just dead creatures brought to life, and there was really no explanation towards them. You know what I mean? But then, uh, Night of the Living Dead came out by George Romero, and he created these zombies to be risen from the dead, um, walking corpses. There was no brains per se, but they. This is when, like zombies, if you were bitten or scratched, like you became a zombie. Like this is where, like the actual epidemic portion of it became. And I think that's really cool that he developed that whole idea way back in the 70s and it's it's held on to this day you know yeah. people call him the godfather of zombies for a reason the basis
2: of zombie movies
0: absolutely kind of from that for sure absolutely so like for me you know a uh, a zombie movie that i really like is i mean who doesn't is zombie land i think zombie land is just such a good one those zombies are what george romero would not consider zombies only because of the whole running aspect so there's actually a quote that i have here from George Romero, um, a.k.a. again, the grandfather of zombies, a.k.a. the living dead. Uh, He says, zombies cannot run. I say this definitely as the godfather of zombies. Zombies cannot run. So anyone who has a zombie running, don't listen to that person. Their ankles would snap. I mean, what did they do? Go and join a spa the moment they rose from the dead? Give me a break. They're dead. That's an exact quote from George Romero. I honestly agree with that. I know. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. The anatomy doesn't make any sense. He's They're, they're deteriorated, deteriorated creatures who rose from the dead or turned due to some sort of um, medicine outbreak or mad cow disease or whatever it may be, right? Shaun of the Dead like is a good My example of that. People so tell me about Shaun of the Dead, maybe.
3: Shaun of the Dead is directed by one of my favorite directors, Edgar Wright. Fantastic. Yes, and it follows these this pair of best friends and through a zombie apocalypse, and they just have to survive. That's basically it.
0: It's literally a parody of like all the George yeah. Romero movies. Li-
3: all of the Night of the Living Dead series, movies. but it, it
0: takes place in Britain,
3: London. In London.
0: Oh, you sound like you're from London. 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 And it's hilarious.
3: It is absolutely funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Joking. Just goodness. Yeah.
0: You ever see that movie, Michael? That I have not either. Oh, I know, I know. know. I'm a failure tonight, too. There are a lot of these movies I haven't seen. It's so good. It's so good. But I feel like that's the classic zombies. Like, you know, I, I read an article where they brought up that movie with Will Smith, where he's the last person on Earth. I am legend. I am, I legend. am legend. That That's one what I have seen. I can't so remember what the name is. those those were not classified as zombies, but people just took it upon themselves to call them zombies. And because of that, there's a lot of outrage through like the zombie professional. See, I never saw world. them as
2: zombies. When I saw, when I first saw that movie years ago, I just I thought that they were just like rabid people almost.
0: That was me making that sound. I moved my <laughs> chair. I'm so sorry about that. So, moving your chair right. Okay. So <laughs> so, you, so, but what what would you consider them as? Like if you had to give them a title, what would you call them? Rabid people. Like they were. Okay.
2: That's the, basically the best way I could describe it. Like I don't know. I wouldn't call them a zombie because like, I they're usually more fragile. A okay. zombie is. I,
0: so that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I can dig that. Yeah, because I was thinking like. Because I mean, it's, it's like a virus, right? Yeah. yeah. the whole premise behind that movie. And a vaccine thing can cure them. I don't know
2: if zombies can be cured of being a zombie, except for maybe in the movies that, like,
0: Warm Bodies or something like that, where they kind
2: of, with that, they become
0: more oh, human. Warm Bodies is another one. So, that's, that's a, have you seen that movie, Nathan? Mm-hmm. No. It's a, it's a teen rom-com. It's about For a zombie sure. falling oh. in love.
3: Already adding it to my watch list. Yeah it's, yeah, it's
0: a silly movie. I loved it when it first came out. It was like a 2013 movie. Something like that. Um, but the movie, honestly, like now that I'm looking back on it, it's not very good. Uh-huh. It, re- it reminds me of a lot of Twilight,
3: but
2: with <laughs> zombies. But the zombies actually kind of made sense. So they weren't like running around or anything
0: like that. Yeah, like, they, were it, just, they, were they were brain the... dead.
3: It follows zombie lore. It does. Yeah. It's, it actually
0: sticks to like the rules of zombie. And I think that's really cool. Um, but um, you know, moving from zombies and vampires, and just talking about how different they are, you know, from one to the next, I feel like now is probably the best time to jump into our reviews. Um, so Nathan had two movies.
3: You, um, would you like me to pick just one?
0: Well, it's up to you. If you want to do both, you're more than welcome to do both. That's cool, oh, man.
3: I think I'll just do the zombie one since you two both did vampires. Oh, that's
0: fair. Okay.
3: So I watched Train to Busan. And, like I said, it is a Korean movie. It came out in 2016. Um, And I actually did, like, a mini-review of this on my Instagram. Um, The at, plug time. It's Nathan Diaz, PCR, on Instagram. There we have it. Plug. Okay, first off, I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. It was really good. I said, despite the abundance of stress and near panic attacks this film put me through, I loved it. Trying to Busan was such a wild ride. The beginning was a bit slow, and the script is not perfect, but the energy is potent. The film is definitely heading onto my favorite films list.
0: So, can you tell us about the movie? And where can you watch it?
3: Uh, It's free on Amazon Prime, when I watched it. So, I'm pretty sure it's So, Prime Video? Yeah, Prime Video. Okay, good to know. It's basically about this father and daughter relationship. They are going to visit... Their mom, I believe? Yeah, because the parents are, like, divorced. And while they're on the train, a zombie apocalypse breaks out. And so, a zombie is actually on the train when the breakout happens. So, the whole train gets infected and kind of just like a survival movie of the father and daughter and, like, a few other supporting characters trying to escape and get to a safe land. It is very emotional. I think I shed a tear while watching it, so... Be prepared to have your tissues.
0: Now, you've obviously seen, I know we talked about this last week too, you've seen your fair share of movies. Yes. You haven't seen your fair share of zombie movies though. No. Still relatively new to the genre,
3: right? From the Rotten Tomatoes 30 Essential zombie movies, I've only seen two. (laughs) And it's literally Train to Busan and Shaun Shaun of the the Dead. Dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and that's totally okay. I mean, I've always seen Train to Busan advertised for what feels like forever, yeah. right? I see it everywhere I go, and um, I always, I don't know if this is the right movie or not, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's a scene where they're on the train, and, like, the top part of the train gets cut off. Um, Am I thinking of the right movie? You might be. Uh, everyone gets, like, decapitated I mean, it's in like, a certain part, oh. or, no. no. Okay, so I'm thinking like, of a completely different movie then.
3: Unless I'm like completely blanking, Because it it has been a few weeks since I watched it. But uh, like I okay. don't think s- that happened.
0: So see I I honestly don't remember I don't I've never Is seen it. Is it World War Z you're thinking of? No. no. World I did watch World War Z. Um, but that's not the movie I'm thinking okay. of right no. now. No. So with this movie though, would you consider this a must watch for people? Yes. What Even would, if you're A little,
3: like, it can be a little gory sometimes, but I would recommend it because it is very emotional, and the father-daughter relationship is quite strong. So if that's your type of character arc or character story, then I would definitely check it out.
0: So it's a kind-hearted movie Yeah. at the the base of it all. Yeah, it's very sentimental. Just with a zombie twist (laughs) to it. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Maggie? With no, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, have you seen that movie, Michael? I have not. No, so it, it's it's it sounds like it's similar. It's not like in, the, like a zombie apocalypse, but it's like post apocalyptic kind of movie. It's just a, it's a father daughter movie, like the core relationship and all that. But you said this movie is a you said Korean. Yes. So which means that it was uh, did you watch it dubbed or did you watch it subbed?
3: Uh, no, subbed. I had the subtitles. You on. watched it subbed. I'm pretty sure. Well, I think that's. But only Prime Video offered. Either way, I mean that should be
0: right. No, would, there might have been a way to change that.
3: Yeah, but I don't remember seeing it. I don't know. I wasn't gonna watch it dubbed anyway. So. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair.
0: Um, so would but this is in you said the top thirty IMDb list of zombie. Yeah, movies. it is
3: number suspense suspense. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> I need to know. Oh my god, tell me. I feel like I passed it already, but we're uh, going well, keep... we to... <laughs> oh, 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 number three.
0: Number oh,
3: three. Wow. Oh, that's not bad. Hey, and then Shaun of the Den's number two, so... Oh, so
0: i got to ask, though, since we're on this list right now, what's number one? Night of the Living Dead.
3: Do you want to take a guess as well, Michael?
0: I'll just say Land, just to do something
2: different. I don't think uh, it he... is, but...
3: Uh, both of you are incorrect number Ooh. one is dawn of the dead dawn of ah. the dead nine of the living dead is number four and zombie land is number five okay. so we're all in the top five okay. yeah not bad
0: okay all right awesome man so out of w- would you consider this movie something that you personally would recommend to people who have or have not watched zombie movies oh yeah yeah if you're, even if you're like, I think this is a good starter
3: zombie movie as well, too.
0: Did you happen to have any questions for him, Michael, about the movie at all? Not really. I feel
2: like you explained it really well. I have to check it out.
0: Yeah, here we go. Super exciting. Train to Busan now available on Amazon Prime Video. Yes. Perfect. All right. What is your official rating on this? Out of five stars, what would you give it?
3: Four point five.
0: <laughs> Gee, that's a whole star larger than last week. <laughs> yeah. 4.5. All right, cool. So I'm definitely going to add that to my list. Yes. Um, I, again, I love a good zombie movie, so I'm really excited to watch that. Um, perfect. And then um, you said you watched the second movie. We won't dive too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, I can just summarize it. Um, really yeah, what did, what, was, what did you watch? What was uh, your second?
3: Daybreakers with Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Sam Neill, and Claudia Carvan. Yeah. It came out in 2009. It is about a world that's full of vampires and they're running out of human blood because the population is only at like 5%. And so it's kind of has those like political and social commentary layers in the story. Um, I thought it was good. It's kind of a
0: little messy, but
3: it went by really fast. It's really fast paced.
0: So define messy.
3: Um, the story kind of was a little all over the place. Like we went from point or story A, and then we kind of connected it with story B, and then all of a sudden, like, a story C popped up in the middle of it, and then we had to go back to A, and then we went back to B, and there was too many subplots,
0: so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like with vampire movies and zombie movies, just be straightforward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's already enough going on in the world. You don't need to create other subplots. Maybe, like, character-on-character conflict. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, I mean, like, uh, father-daughter conflict, right? Family conflict survivors conflict you know survivors against survivors not like a survivors against zombies like like a walking dead kind
3: of yeah this one had like brother and brother uh father and daughter um just like friend and friend like there was too many relationships going on at once yeah okay
0: okay so what would you rate this movie then
3: we're gonna go a whole star down back to 3.5 out 3. of 5.
0: 3.5. <laughs> okay, so that's a 3.5 out of 5. Yes. Would you still recommend that movie to folks?
3: Um, I mean, it's only 98 minutes, which is, which is like an hour and a half, and I said, like I said, it goes by really fast. Like I was like, oh wait, this is over? So, yeah, if you have like an hour and a half to kill and you're a vampire fan, then definitely check it out. Alright,
0: perfect. Good to know. All right, well, there we have it. So we have one 4.5 and one 3.5 from Mr. Nathan. Again, much better than last week. Yes. So And these are also older movies, though. That's good to know. Thank you for sharing so much. Concern.
1: Yeah.
0: Next up, we're going to go over to my BFF, Mr. Michael. Mr. Michael, what did you watch this week? I watched Night Teeth, not 19th. Not 19th, like I thought I heard earlier. <laughs> night Teeth. What exactly is Night Teeth? So
2: it's about this this guy he's a aspiring musician which is kind of funny to me because they don't really bring it up too much but he takes over for his brother as a driver for he drives like an Escalade so picking up wealthy people and driving them around town he goes and picks up these two girls and they have a specific list of stops that they have to make and what they're doing is they're killing these leaders of other vampires around the city and it takes place in LA and um Alfie Allen, who if you have seen Game of Thrones, he's in that as well as The Greyjoy. Joy. He is like this leader and uh he's trying to take over like as the leader of the vampires in the area. And it doesn't really dive into a whole reason why, but the area itself, they are they're in a truce between humans and vampires and it Victor, Alfie Allen's character is trying to break that truce and take over, basically. And start a war, but there's not a real lot of backstory as to why the war happened before and why they came to a truce. So you don't really know a whole lot. But it's got a so, it's got a pretty good cast, and also some lesser known ones, which I like to see anyways. Um, if you see some pe- newer people and they that you, you want to see the up and comers, but it's got some it's got some good ones in there. You see Megan Fox in there, and Sydney Sweeney make a they make a short appearance as well. Um, but, yeah, it, I think it's really fun. It's good action, um, if you like action and everything, and not too gory either. So it's not going to really
0: make you like get all grossed out. <laughs> so I, I'm curious, though. Um, so this is a newer movie,
2: right? Yes. Was, was it was. I think it's 2021. Year?
0: 2021. Okay, so, so who is in this movie? Who stars um, in this movie?
2: Okay, so the main character is... Jorge Lenberg Jr. I don't really know much about him. And is that that's the driver? That's the driver. His okay. name's Benny. And then it's got Debbie Ryan. Um, that's her. a good one. Yeah. I like yeah, I liked her. That's Debbie kind of why I was like, oh, "Okay, I like Debbie Ryan. we will watch hey, it." Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lucy Fry and then Alfie Allen, like I said, and then you get um, some cameos from Sydney Sweeney and Megan Fox. It's All got right. a
0: pretty good cast. I thought good, that they did yeah. a, They did a good job. It's just I think the s- story lacked a little bit. It, and that's I mean that that happens sometimes. yeah you know, when you have a really good cast of people that you recognize, sometimes the story just isn't the strongest and they try to make up for actors. It just know? needed more backstory. but I mean, what
2: can you do? It was already like an hour and
0: 45 minutes, I think. So it was already kind of long. okay. so I don't know. so let's just say that you were the one who was in control of this project, right? You're the one who um, has to pitch this idea to Hollywood to make it better, right Would you? Think it would be better off as a TV show, or do you think it'd be better off as like a movie or possibly a series of movies?
2: I think a mini series, like maybe like four or five episodes to get you know get that backstory in there in the beginning and then really get into the action in the last few episodes. I feel like that that would make
0: it that much better. Okay, I I think that's that's respectable. Yeah, yeah. Um, With that, would you keep the same cast if you're in control of the cast? Yeah, I think so.
2: I think that they all did well. As their characters. Okay.
0: I'm curious though, with all of this information that's being delivered to us, because I, I feel like you're kind of on the fence with this whole movie based on based on the information you're telling me. Like it seems like you enjoyed it. I did, right? But it seems like you're kind of like yeah, yeah, like one and done, right? It's it, that's just kind of what it sounds like. I could I could be wrong, um, but what would your rating be on a scale of one to five for this movie? I think a
2: three point zero. So just a flat three. Flat Not three. bad. I think I could I could watch it again. If somebody else wanted to watch it, but I don't, I don't, it was definitely not my favorite vampire
0: movie. So is this a movie that you would recommend?
2: Yeah, I think so. It's good, good action. And you know, like the, what you, from what you can understand and what you do understand, it's, it's an interesting storyline, but I just feel like that they touch on some things and then just don't bring it back. But yeah, I think I could recommend it to people.
3: Who was your favorite or what was your favorite performance?
2: Favorite performance. Um, I think that the, the, the main character, um, Jorge, I'm probably butchering his name, Jorge Lindbergh Jr. did a really good job. I think that there were some times where he was really scared, and I feel like it was very real. It felt like it was actually happening. So I think he did a really well, really good job.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, awesome. Do you think this movie's Oscar-worthy? <laughs> no. <laughs> that so. was a funny joke. Uh, that, so you're telling me I won't see Debbie Ryan at the Oscars this year? I mean, if n- not for this. <laughs> 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 that's fair. That's fair. All right, cool. So have you seen a lot of other vampire movies besides this movie?
2: You know, not as ma- I, not many movies. I've seen some shows like I, like I brought up "True Blood earlier, which I think was probably my I think my favorite in like interpretation of vampires. I think that that was a re- really well done and it had good storyline. And I think that that's why
0: the show aspect would have
2: been really well with this movie.
0: But yeah, I've seen some. So what would you rate True Blood then? Like let's just say True Blood. I mean, that's there's a lot. Obviously, True Blood was on for how many seasons? Oh Gosh, I can't even remember. I mean, it's an HBO show, so I'm yeah. assuming like a I'm lot. Like six they're hour long episodes, gory yeah. and seven seasons. Seven seasons. So, if let's just say that I mean, it's kind of hard to compare because it's seven seasons yeah. apart from <laughs> two hours of movie, yeah. right? Um, what do you personally rate True Blood at? So like on the scale of five? On a five? scale of yeah. five, yeah. I'd say a four. Okay. Okay. So obviously, True Blood, you just feel it's just a better overall storyline overall than 19. Well, yeah. My but
2: like you said, it's not a really a fair comparison because, one, you can, re- like, there are episodes, you can dive into the storylines. Whereas a, mo- a two hour movie, you
0: can only do so much. That's true. So, that's true. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got to enjoy the movie. Yeah, I at least get a better idea of what the movie had to offer, <laughs> you know. Um, obviously, it's a newer movie, so there's not a whole lot of reception on it yet. I mean, yeah. I've never heard of it until you brought it up, you know. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So and we have cur- Amazon Prime and then Netflix for Mitch. Yeah. All right, cool. So I guess I'll go ahead and uh, hop into my movie. I don't do reviews. I'm not good at them. So I'm not going to be as well... Spoken, I guess, is the best way to phrase it as uh, as Nathan was, who does this professionally and gets paid to do this. No, and I don't. He's living <laughs> on a mansion up in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and <laughs> um, party at my house tonight. <laughs> I watched mine today. Mine is called Holly Blood, which sounds like a super B movie because it was a super B movie. This is a Spanish movie. It's a horror comedy teen rom-com, which is a mouthful.
3: Whoa. (laughs) A lot (laughs) going on. It's a lot
0: going on. So the synopsis that's brought up specifically on IMDb is Javi, a perfectly ordinary teenager who doesn't suspect that his crush on Sarah might be reciprocated through a string of misunderstandings. Sarah comes to believe that Javi is in possession of supernatural power. So basically the entire premise of this is that the main character, Javi, uh, knows this girl, Sarah. They go to a Catholic school together. And she is completely, uh, what's the best way to phrase it? I don't want to say delirious. Um, I want to say innocent. I want to say when it comes to like... Naive? Naive. There you go. That's a great oh. way. Yeah, very naive. <laughs> so she's obsessed with Vampires. She loves vampires. She's on like vampire forums and stuff online. And she follows all like the the fan pages and all this stuff. And people automatically think, oh, like like, uh, Twilight or like this. But like, no, like actual vampires. So like she goes into history books and reads about all these famous vampires. And she shares this information with her friend online named Lydia, which we actually find out is Javi um, portraying a female online so she, so he can get closer to her without actually talking to her in school well uh, sarah eventually ends up inviting lydia which again it's javi to a movie premiere for a sexy vampire hollywood movie twilight it's literally a twilight <laughs> parody it's called holly blood oh <laughs> yeah so it literally it's everything that twilight is right they they showed maybe like, three minutes of the movie to just show Dang. how ridiculous this movie is. Three minutes? That's a three long minutes. time. Yeah, that's a long so, time. <laughs> so it it revolves around a girl who's in love with a vampire. Oh, my. But as soon as she walks up to the vampire, he's, like, chopping wood shirtless, right? Okay, and I then, have to, add this <laughs> to my watch list, too. <laughs> and then uh, they start making out, like, by the wood that he was chopping. And then out of the woods you hear, no, you can't date him. And, like, it zooms out, and it's a werewolf turning into a human (laughs) who rips off his shirt, like, but he's not good at it. Like, it gets stuck on him and stuff, and he's trying to take it off. And um, then they start making out, like, right then and there, like, within this three minutes. So Twilight. It's literally Mm -hmm. Twilight. And then the cop, and then they, you know, there's a disturbance or whatever, and the sheriff shows up, and the sheriff is also shirtless. So it's just ridiculous. It's just a big parody of Twilight. Um, but while they're at this premiere, one of the signs falls over that's out in front. You know how they have, like, the the red carpet, and they have that sign behind it where people can get their photos of, like, the yeah. celebrities and mm-hmm. stuff? Uh, there's a sign right there that ends up getting knocked over, and Sarah's underneath it. So Javi runs over and, like, basically sacrifices himself, not knowing what's going to happen, but ends up holding it up, and everybody's super impressed by this. It turns out that the metal chains were still hooked onto the back, so he wasn't actually holding it up, but it made it look like he was. So when Sarah saw that, she thought she was, he was a vampire oh. because of this movie that they just watched. <laughs> so um, he ends up going along with it. He, it's just lie after lie after lie, and he's trying to BS his way to get closer to this girl. And uh, she ends up really falling for him, and he's great and all this stuff, but of course his lie comes out. Right, where he's not a vampire. So I won't spoil it for anybody because it is a new movie. It's uh, 2002, or 2022, excuse me, when this movie came out. It's a new movie. It's 2002. 2002. You know, only
3: two decades ago.
0: But it's very funny. I do strongly recommend it. Um, I did watch it dubbed. I did did not watch it subbed (laughs) because I was at work. (laughs) I want to emphasize that. So I wanted to make sure I was able to hear what was going on when I was doing other things. I felt like this would have transitioned better as an American film, personally, because it had a lot of American humor in it, um, but the characters were just awkward, right? But I guess that's kind of like the, the charm of it, because it's supposed to be a parody of all these different yeah. vampire movies. and um, yeah, The Americanization of vampires. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it was it was good. It was fun. I do recommend that if you happen to have an hour and 27 minutes to spare mm. to watch it. <laughs> um, it, is, it is very funny, but you do have to really listen or read because there's a lot of jokes that might pass by if you're not paying attention. So, Well, moment of truth, what would you rate this? Oh, man. The actual storyline itself. So here's the thing. It's not like an actual vampire movie. Right, it's just, it's a movie about vampires, so because of that, I, you know, keep it in like that kind of context, I would say easily a 4.0, because it's a, it's a movie about vampires making fun of vampires with vampires, but um, in terms of having it on the scale of, like, a vampire movie, like a 2.5. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not vampire-centric at all, it's just a parody of everything, so... I mean, um, you can go wrong with parody sometimes. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I agree. I agree. But it was fun. I strongly recommend for anyone who just has some time to spare. So those are all of our reviews, and you know, I want to kind of uh, dive a little bit deeper into these reviews. Though I have this game I want to play today. We played a game last week that took forever. <laughs> it was hundred movies deep. Is how long that, that game was. So I've gotten
3: some very strong comments from my mom about some of the movies. Have you really? She said, "Do you own a DVD player?" That's a serious question. Do you own a DVD player? Are you asking me? Yes. I own a DVD player. She's going to send you the Goonies. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I cannot tell you the amount of friends that have reached out to me being like, how have you not seen the Goonies? (laughs) like, "I'm I'm sorry. Wait, you haven't seen the Goonies? No, I haven't seen the Goonies. Not all the way through. I've only seen like little bits and pieces. I have no idea how that movie ends. I don't even know what that movie is about. Oh boy! I just know it's like wow. a it's like an '80s movie. Well, that's right? your homework
2: tonight. You have to go home and watch
0: it tonight. So not tonight. Do you know what time it is? I got stuff I got to do, bro. And a child. <laughs> and that's a child. <laughs> that's always my excuse. Um, tomorrow at work, then. They, oh wait, they, I, I don't have. To, I don't. Oh, I don't work tomorrow. Oh, there you go. I can oh, actually watch it tomorrow. Look at that.
3: I'll send it over tomorrow. Oh, heck,
0: I'll be expecting <laughs> it through snail mail. I'm ready for it.
3: Okay. Um, okay.
0: Bring it on. Uh, So this game is what I like to call Us versus the Internet. So basically how this game works, based on everything that we've experienced today, I'm going to see what the Internet thinks. See if if, if we're even close to what the Internet thinks, or if we're just very unique human beings in that regard. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start with Mr. Nathan.
3: All right. So the topics we have are... Rotten Tomato score, the audience score, and theater gross. So, Train to Busan has a Rotten Tomato score of ninety-four percent based on one hundred and eighteen reviews, which is quite good. That is very high on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is eighty-nine percent, which is also pretty good for an audience score. It's um kind of on the high side because I think audience score ranges about I want to say eighty to ninety for pretty good movies, um, and it made uh, 98, $98.5 million at the box office, but its budget was $8.5 million, so it definitely made its money back. That's good. Yeah. Just so, a little
0: bit. Oh, for sure. So for those of you who don't know how the movie industry works specifically, obviously you want to make money off of your movie. Definitely. Right? So the lower the g- budget that you're able to provide, the better, because you have a higher chance of getting that money back. And then hopefully, and then some. Um, in a perfect world, you want to get at least at least five percent back from your movie. Yeah. And that's not breaking even. I mean, like you want your <laughs> you want what you put out on the movie plus five percent to be having that considered a, a commercial success. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're just another movie, right? In in the studio's eyes. Um, so if you're able to make more. Then obviously you're in you're in the green with the studio. The studio will invite you back to do more movies. They'll give you a higher budget potentially next time because they know what you're able to provide at a lower budget, and that's what they want. Um so to see that income come in is awesome.
3: Yeah. Um, for the next one, we have Daybreakers, sixty-eight percent based on 151 critic reviews, which is not too bad. It's Almost a little bit on the rotten side, because anything 59% and lower is rotten, but it's not too bad. 69, I think, is what I would put it at. Um, Then the audience score is pretty bad, 49%, which is pretty low. Um, I think the most recent movie I can think of that has that low of an audience score is the new Blonde movie, the uh, Marilyn Monroe fictionalized biopic.
0: I hear that one's really good though. Oh no. Did I not do it? Really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then this one I don't think made its money back. I mean if you do like Hollywood math, it most likely didn't. So the budget was twenty million and box office was fifty one point four million, but the budget is just the movie alone. That doesn't count for promotion. And you only get about half back of your domestic gross. So it was only released in the U.S., I believe. So, half of fifty-one, like roughly twenty-five million. It probably barely broke even, or just a little bit under broke even, or just under that broke even mark. So,
0: but if you remember this correctly, too, this movie wasn't advertised very well. Yeah, there wasn't so a lot of marketing out for it. So,
3: who knows? It could have. It's yeah. in that ballpark, though. Yeah. So. I don't think they lost a ton of money, money no. over it. it
0: I've, I've never seen that director show up in anything else ever again. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, I, have I no mean, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean,
3: oh, I think their last big movie was Jigsaw, the 2017 one. Ooh, no, no, no. Yeah. That,
0: <laughs> oh, no, Jigsaw. Oh, no, 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 no. no yeah, yeah, no. no. <laughs> I was thinking Spiral. Spiral also didn't do well,
3: though. Yeah, but that, that's a little bit the pandemic, I think.
0: Yeah, true. Okay, awesome, man. Well, there we go. So, I mean, you were pretty close on the dollar then when it came to your ratings overall. Yeah, for the credit right? score, yeah. the
3: audience a little off. So,
0: everybody should trust Nathan and his taste. So, he seems to be on par with the internet. So, congratulations, good sir. Thanks. I'm proud of
3: you. I like to think well that. Well done. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Next, we're going to go ahead into Night Teeth. I didn't tell Michael that we were doing this. This is a good surprise for him because <laughs> I don't want him... Feeling like he has to change a score because of what happens on the internet. I don't want it to be clouded,
2: no, I right? By that. by like other people's judgments. My, I would have given
0: it my score, but totally understandable. Because typically, you know, for me, I always I like to be that person where I go and see a movie, and I'm just like, wow, that movie was so good. And then I start reading up on it, and people are like talking about. Loopholes that I missed or plot points and that weren't just completed. It. It, it does, and I'm just kinda like, oh, this movie wasn't good. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like it. So I like to have that initial mindset of coming out of it and being up on that high or being up on that low and then just seeing where we're at. You know what I'm saying? With Night Teeth, this is obviously it's a little different in terms of gross because it never went to theaters. Yeah. No, it did not. This that and one Hollyblade. Right. And Holly Blood didn't go to theaters either. No. So I, I don't really have anything to compare it off of specifically. It does show here, though. I don't know how accurate this is. I'm on IMDB.com, and it shows here at the box office budget. This is estimated for night teeth was $25 million. Yeah.
3: Wikipedia says like 21 I believe.
0: That's something. that's a lot. Yeah. Over $20 million dollars for a budget. That's a huge budget. Now, based on what you were telling me, there wasn't a whole lot of special effects that happened in this movie. There wasn't a whole I mean, there was like that one, you said that one um, yeah. action scene at the end with the car and stuff, right? I mean, there's some pretty cool stuff in there. I didn't
2: really touch on all of it. But, I mean, special effects I mean, and mostly driving
0: stuff. Okay. And I mean, I know those driving rigs are not cheap. Yeah. Did the
3: VFX look decent enough?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the effects were good. I mean, they
2: made it look realistic. Well, I mean, that's
0: that's good. On IMDb as well, um, overall, it shows here that it has an overall score, an IMDb rating of 2.56 out of 10. That's terrible. So if we were to go ahead and split that in half... We're looking at about a two point seven out of five. What? If it was on a scale oh, of one to five, yeah, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it's about a two point seven out of five. If we're doing it from our scale, yeah, that's, um, uh, which isn't it isn't uh, good. I mean, what did you place that again, Michael? I think I said a three. A so. three. You're so I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's it it's different because it's a streaming movie, so it's really hard to to place an actual comparison to it you know to put actual numbers to it it also shows that the popularity though is 2325 on the list of IMDB films which is very 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 low mm. very low yeah for something that's as new as it is it's very low in fact there was a review on here there's 245 reviews on IMDB about this movie and the very first line says, First I wanna say that I like vampires, meaning it sucks when vampires are not portrayed correctly, like oh how boy. badly the Twilight movie shows them. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody 19th, needs to watch Holly Blood. Right. Night <laughs> Teeth sounded promising when I read the plot, so I went on to Netflix to check it out. And now I have some things to say about it. And it goes into details. I really don't want to go through this entire thing. I don't know how long it is. I haven't opened up the entire You can check it
3: out on IMDb.
0: IMDb.
2: (laughs) I did see there it said that I do like the acting. So, yeah, that's kind of true. That's kind of how I felt about it, too. The acting was good, but the story just lacked. It would have been better if they could have done the backstory behind it all.
0: Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. This seems to be the number one make or break for a lot of movies, I feel. Night Teeth came in at a tomato meter of 38%. Womp womp. Wah, wah. And it has an audience score of 46%. 46. <laughs> so, realistically speaking, anything under 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's not worth your time. Yeah. But,
3: well, I wouldn't say that for everything, but... so Well, that's... <laughs> it's all a it's, matter
0: of personal preference. Yeah. Exactly. It really is. Exactly. I mean, there are people who like Paul Blart Mall Cop, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like...
3: The guilty pleasure of, or my guilty pleasure is Fantastic Four, the 2004 oh, okay. one or whatever. So
0: that movie was awful, but it is, it's a fun no, movie. No, I gave
3: that a five out of five. So so, you guys are oh, just haters.
0: No. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't um, lose all your credibility on the second episode now. You on. were on such a strong streak, man. <laughs> so the tomato meter, not, not, too not pleasing good to see. But... Yeah. But from what it sounds like from Michael, it is worth a look see. Just to kind of get a better. It's a good one-time watch, you know. Yeah.
2: It's around the around Halloween. You want a vampire movie?
0: You've seen them all. Check this one out. There we go. Perfect. And then last but not least, we're gonna hop into my movie, *Holly Blood*. Oh. We're gonna start off on IMDb. This is actually worse than *Night Teeth*. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the overall IMDb rating came out to 4.3 out of 10. Pwah Oh, I gotta make a
2: comment. You said. On mine, it was 2.6. It was actually 5.6, I believe. No, no, no. It
0: would have been a 2.6 if it was on a scale of 1 to 5. But you said 2.6 out of 10. Yeah, you did. That's why did I was I confused. Did I say that? Yeah, oh, it was 5.6 so out of
2: 10, 2.7 out of 5. So, oh, my gosh. That was like, a, wait, what? <laughs> why, it wasn't making sense. Why am I even just here? That's what I was looking for it on the screen when you were doing I was like, where did, where did he say 2.6? I know, 2. that's why 6. I went so, back. I was like, you know, oh, yeah. Just <laughs> wanted to <laughs> clarify, 5.6 out of 10, <laughs> Two point seven out of five. Who told Very me to good. host
0: this podcast today? I'm clearly mm. not all here, guys. That's not fair. Oh my god! All right. I'm so anyways, sorry about four point that. whatever so out is of ten. A, 10 for yeah, it was. It was not bueno. Came out to a four point three out of ten. That's from the IMDb review specifically. Um, it shows here that the uh, the gross worldwide. So again, it is a Spanish film. So gross worldwide more than likely is just possibly Spain, depending on where it's going to be released but it has a 15,000 gross
3: which hey, is also better not... than nothing.
0: <laughs> they I don't know if they made their money back. I don't know what the budget was. I'm sure this is probably a movie that I can make at my house though. <laughs> so, with a budget, I want to say if I had a budget easily of like $30,000, I feel like I can make this movie. So, but even so, that's they didn't even get half their money back. If you put it into perspective. Yeah, that
3: way. I just looked it up. Only Spain. It only showed in Spain. Only Spain. S- only okay. Spain. So there we go. And it had a four weekend run, or four week one run. Four
0: <laughs> weekends, and it only made $15,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel
3: These like numbers you're right. Are I crazy. feel like it was just
2: released in the wrong location. <laughs> I feel like it was
0: very Americanized. That's what I thought, well, you can't call a movie Holly Blood in the Hollywood letters and not release that to America. I just feel like that's that doesn't make any sense you know what i mean i mean it was released to america but it should have been an american film i felt like it would have been better off not necessarily in terms of like gross but like if this was sent to a streaming device as well for american audiences i felt like it probably would have been well off overall you know going over to rotten tomatoes there is no information
3: uh oh! They didn't want to put anything out. They low didn't. Up there. It,
0: literally, all it says here is where to watch, and it shows that it's Netflix. That is it. There's no tomato meter. There's no audience score. So I'm actually gonna rig it right now and place it at 100% what? to see where it takes. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. If I had to make a tomato Minus or an audience 78%, score, 78%. As an audience score, generous. I would easily put it 40 something. <laughs> I was gonna say like maybe 54. Only because it's a parody. If it was an actual, like, legitimate zombie movie, it would have been like in the 20s or 30s. So. But
2: okay, let's let's think about that though for a second. You're putting that percentage higher than Night Teeth, but the scores on IMDb were different. I would say maybe at, like a 38, 39 percent
0: instead of a 50. You didn't see this movie. You don't know. Oh, whoa. you don't know. Oh that my was- gosh. <laughs> Hey, break it up, break it up. <laughs> but you know, I, I honestly, like, if we're basing it off of those two together, if they have the same sort of visual representation for both films, I can definitely see Night Teeth being the stronger aspect between the two. Absolutely, because this is a super B movie. This is like a movie that you would see if you go to, like, Kane's. The oh, film festival, yeah, not like... the chicken place. <laughs> <laughs> my mind was me, like, what? <laughs> if you go to Kane's Film Festival, this is probably somewhere, something that you could watch there.
3: Yeah. That's, that's the
0: kind of quality it was. So obviously, I have terrible taste in movies, which is why I don't go and see movies very often. Nathan has great taste in movies. He knows what's up, he has a better idea of what to expect. And then, you know, Michael's pretty damn close too. I was very impressed with everyone's scores. I'm sorry that my movie sucked but I personally enjoyed it. So I love a good parody. As long as you enjoyed it, that's all that yeah. matters. That's you know, and we talked about that last week too. We're just here to enjoy movies. That's yeah. that's why movies are made. We're not here to win Oscars, to to have franchises. That's just not what you're supposed to go into this business about. You're supposed to be in this business to tell a story about something that you love, that you would love to see on the big screen. Everything's a franchise nowadays. Last week we talked about Ice Age. Ice Age has fifty billion <laughs> movies out, you know, and twenty thousand
3: more coming.
0: Yeah, and it just keeps on coming. Buck Wild is their new star.
3: Let's not talk about that <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> the Marvel Universe—they're releasing that's things a whole every other week.
3: beast right there that it's, I have so much to talk
0: about. It's a lot. We have a whole episode on that. Yeah, but and that I, I actually rant about it. But. We're we're here in this business as viewers and as creators and as creatives. Just to enjoy. We're not here to win awards. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are cop out movies, right? Where you're kinda like, This is clearly gonna be an Oscar contender. Like it was made to be an Oscar contender for but it's it's typically studio specific, right? Like the studio wants to be involved in the Oscars in some way.
3: I can name like ten from last year. So
0: name do it. Do you have a list up?
3: I can, well, some of these I think will be, like, my preference.
0: But we're all here in this together as people who just love movies. And I feel like that should be good enough for everybody here. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. This is not a religious podcast. <laughs> I apologize. 10,000 people so just stopped it. <laughs> Dis- You <laughs> just lost a subscriber. I don't, oh, my God. But I mean that's really all we have for the show today, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Can I get a special round of applause for Mr. Michael for joining us today? Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. He drove all this way from the middle of nowhere, what it feels like sometimes. Like it's a it's a hell of a drive to get up to his house. Oh
1: wow. So
0: not <laughs> that know. bad. It's not it it depends on traffic, honestly. Like I literally
2: well, I moved, so I'm a little bit
0: Closer to the 91 now, so. Oh, that's good to know. There we go. Everyone, take the 91. Let's go find them. No, don't take the 91. <laughs> we got. It <laughs> yeah. a mess getting here <laughs> on a weekend. It's not that bad, comparatively speaking. That was a very fun episode. So thank you guys again for joining me on this beautiful planet we call Picture Show. It is always lively, always exciting. Yeah. Um, but of course, as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Planet Pick Pod. Yeah.
3: Pictures and videos of today. We
0: have pictures and videos. I didn't. uh, Did you see me picking my nose?
3: No, I only took one picture. (laughs) Oh, there we go.
0: We have a singular photo being sent. Singular
3: photo. (laughs) Um,
0: That we're going to be sharing, and um, we'll go ahead and uh, probably tweet about something too. Yeah, because the
3: unedited unedited version of the first episode goes up on on Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday. Yeah so that'll be already out by the time this goes up correct and yeah. next week it's ghost schools and monsters
0: Ooh.
3: and it's perfectly timed because werewolf by night will be out oh
0: my how are we timing this so i don't well?
3: know let's keep it going
0: i'm really impressed and then
3: next after that is serial killers and what comes out halloween ends halloween so, oh my ends. gosh we're just That's so insane,
0: good dude holy cow well, I mean, I, now, again, none of this was planned. Yeah, no. <laughs> it just really happened to work out that way. So we're it's going to be... Wolfman, yeah, Black Lagoon. Hmm, anything else you want to name?
3: Oh. Werewolf by Night, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> synergy, synergy. Um, and then
0: just monster movies, you know, any kind of monster movie. Yeah. So we can probably talk ghosts, like, you know, Ghost Ship or 13 Ghosts or, you know, any kind of just ghosty movie. Then we'll talk about a monster movie. Um, Do you have a favorite monster movie, Michael? Monster movie?
2: Ooh, I don't think so. Not not that I can think of at at the top of my head. Sorry, I no. can think of good ghost mo- movies. Like, I mean, like The Conjuring, obviously ooh, a good one. Ooh,
3: that's a good one. The Conjuring Two is five out of five. Very good.
2: I haven't seen the second one. I, ne- I should. Oh, you have I have to, to watch it by yes. myself because my wife won't watch it with oh. me. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh. It's a little intense. Oh, <laughs> no.
2: I used to go up behind Taylor, I'm pretty sure, at one time I do the clap. Oh, my I God. Why would you that? do that?
0: <laughs> I did it to my wife,
2: too, and she, oh. didn't, she did not find that amusing.
0: The only monster movie I can think of right off the bat that I genuinely enjoy is the first Cloverfield movie.
3: In Which, I think we talked about it last week, but that it was only mid. It was okay. Yeah
0: wrong but okay
3: <laughs> i mean and then the only other monster movies i can think of are like godzilla and kong but those aren't really halloween ish well
0: i mean they have like the mummy and like you said creature yeah. of the oh, black the mummy's cocoon. a good one yeah, yeah. yeah. not oh, not
3: not the tom cruise one. frankenstein, uh, frankenstein
0: the he's the classic monster the yeah. original you know the og so we're going to be talking a lot about that next week for those of you who want to catch up on the recent movie reviews you can always go over to nathan's blog as well
3: uh Postcreditreviews.com. I just put up reviews for the Woman King and see how they run.
0: Did you watch the Woman King?: I watched it actually yesterday. Yeah What do you think?
3: I cried. It was really good.
0: Okay. What uh, real quick, what's your star rating?:
3: 4.5 out of five. Ooh, it that's is really in good. my top five of the year so far.
0: Wow, there we go. There we have it.
3: Highly recommend.
0: There we go. So anyone who wants to go to the movie this weekend. Now, one last thing. Again, like I said last week, I always like to end my episodes with quotes. With it being zombies and vampires, my inspirational quote this week comes from George Romero. Um, And he says, quote, My stories are about humans and how they react or fail to react or react stupidly. I'm pointing the finger at us, not at the zombies. I try to respect and sympathize with the zombies as much as possible.
3: Oh, his take on zombies are really interesting, like, in a positive way. Like, I really like it.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's not, like you said, it's not about the zombies. You know what I mean? It's about us doing stupid things. It's about people (laughs) being people, you know? It's just uh, harder for us to understand that now with the amount of zombie movies that are out there. People are in it for the horror aspect, not for the actual social aspect. Unfortunately. Yeah. But there we have it, everybody. Thank you so much again for joining us this week for...
3: Escape from Planet Picture Show. Show. Show.
0: Show. show. (laughs) Another big round of applause for Mr. Michael. Thank you so much for joining us today, sir. Thank you for having me. me. Of course, of course. We'll keep you in mind for the Christmas episode. Yes. Sounds good. We'll talk about our favorite Christmas movies and TV specials. Those are always a lot of fun. Um, But until next time, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day. I don't have a sign-off yet, so I'm going to be practicing on sign-offs every single week. Hopefully we can vote on it by the end of this month. But we will see you all at the Escape Pod. Have a wonderful day.
3: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.